doing well. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ to our show. Wow, what a show. Remember, Psalm 19 tells us that the heavens declare the glory of God, that his firmament shows his handiwork, that night unto night utter speech, I mean, day unto day utter speech, and night unto night shows his knowledge. And so every day when we awaken and we meet the morning, the dawn, we meet our Father in his show, in his performance. He is always doing what he does. He has maintained the so that the balance stays and we have seed time and harvest according to his promise way made back there in, in the book of Genesis. So uh, we are so grateful that we know our father and that we recognize his performance. We give him praise and we thank him for all that he has done. We invite you to this Wow What a Show, which is the podcast outreach for Rehoboth Institute of the Arts, known on this platform as Athelia's Podcast. It was just a mistake. But if you search for us, you will find us under either name. I am so pleased to welcome this evening our guest, Miss Linda Sanders. Good evening, Linda. Good evening. How are you? <laughs> I am fine. Thank God you got in. No problems. Yes? No problems. Problem. No problem. Good. Very good. We shall go forth. I am so glad that you're here. I'm so thankful. And um, okay. I just want to kind of let you say in your own way, uh, good evening to the listening audience, if you would. Hi, everybody. I am honored to be here. It is a blessing from the Lord that um, I actually met this lady. And mm -hmm. she's part of my vision now. <laughs> she's a part <laughs> of the vision. And hopefully um, what I'll be able to share with you will help someone. Very so grateful good. grateful to nice. be here and thank you. Nice, nice. We're so glad that you're here, Linda. Um, and to all of you out there, uh, she's grateful to have met me. I am even more so to have met her. And the story of our meeting is one that we shall uh, explore a little bit this evening. Uh, we might just start there, uh, Linda. Uh, yeah. Will you just kind of you know, fill us all in on that meeting, that great moment in time? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, well, I was in New Jersey with a friend who lives there. She's from New Jersey, and she's actually an acquaintance, um, a longtime acquaintance of Rima, who you um, mm -hmm work with. And so we were out at the market um, and we just stopped by there because she said she wanted me to be able to shop. So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, as we were going through, it was very hot outside that day. So I wanted to go inside and she said, well, I want to show you something inside anyway. So we're walking, trying to find this place that she's going to show me uh, with some things that i wanted to see and stopped. I kept feeling this pull just to stop at this one little booth. And it's like I couldn't go any further. So we were both standing there, smelling the candles, looking at the different products that they had. And that's how we met. Uh, then oh, God put us together. Today. We started a conversation and this is where what it led to. 
I'm telling you. Now, see, that's part of the story I didn't know. I didn't know you were actually shopping on the outside, right? Yeah. Um, so for everyone who's listening, <laughs> uh, with my friend Rima, as as uh, Minister Linda has mentioned, we have opened a shop where um, I sell candles that I make. Right. So um, the fact that they came inside is really quite in itself a, a surprise because on a beautiful day outside, the vendors have the attention of all who came to uh, spend some money. Their, um, <laughs> their uh, bargains far, you know, exceed the bargains they can find on the inside so that you came inside is quite a beautiful thing. And I yeah. didn't know you had come to shop. And yes, we had the mutual friend, uh, Rima. Now, Rima doesn't know Linda. And uh, I don't think, Linda, do you, you don't know uh, Rima, do you? Right. At, right. At Donna, who I was with, knew Rima. Yes. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Amazing. So praise God. Oh, my goodness. You know, we can just give him. You know, he's always showing up, right? I, I, we, we, wow, what a show. Because he performs in ways that are far beyond what we could ever imagine or construe ourselves. You know, God's work is different than man's, right? And so he does things. Now, the, the, the other amazing thing about it, through this mutual friend, Rima, right, who lives right here around the corner from me, um, I meet Linda, who really lives in a, another state, several states Amen. away, as a matter of fact, so that the right. Lord orchestrated our meeting is such it's a it's such a beautiful thing. Right. It's such a witness of how he does what he does and for his own purposes. I am so pleased to meet you, Ms. Linda. You too. <laughs> it's a great you thing. too. You too. So, yeah, we had quite a conversation so, that day that turned into a. Uh, a spiritual thing, and I'm telling you, the spirit was all over both of us. And oh, glory, glory, day. glory! Good day. Uh, so we get to, yeah, it was. It was a wonderful day, and um, after that, you know, we talked again, as we promised, we would be in touch, and we were. And I invited Linda to join uh, me on the podcast. Join us, of course. Um, because of the work that she is doing. I was impressed that day with the name of her work first and foremost, because it is definitely a reminder of a parable that Jesus told. So we're going to start right there. And Linda, I let you give the name of your work. The name of the work is called Pearls. And it came about one day, um, I, I think the Lord started me back in 2018, for real. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, he was it was leading up to this group, um, because there were just little things that he was taking me along the path and teaching me. So when mm -hmm. I got to this one day when I was in the house by myself, and I was just sitting there thinking about some things, God impressed on me. He asked me. I don't know how to explain it, but for some reason, I started thinking about my favorite jewelry, which is pearls. And uh -huh. when that came up, it kind of connected something else, which um, I knew that this group was starting to form, but I didn't have mm -hmm. a name for it. 
<laughs> you have to excuse me. I've been outside today and it's a little, I'm a little bit stuffy. Um, right. That's a good so, allergy stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he impressed upon me to name the group Pearls. And I said, but what mm-hmm. does it stand for? It was like he immediately dropped it into my spirit without me having another thought that it was going to mm-hmm. be positive encouragement and real life stories, which is the next an acronym for pearls. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and as it grew, um, he also had me to add life support. So it's positive mm-hmm. encouragement and real life support and stories. So. How about that? That's, that's a, that, now listen, guys, when you hear that, right, you really meditate on its meaning. Uh, uh, say it again for us, Linda, please. It, it's Peace. positive, positive encouragement mm-hmm. and real life mm-hmm. support. And stories. Now, yeah, and stories. Yes. Which is what it started out with, with stories. Because mm-hmm. I was hearing the stories of women in different places that I was working. I'm a nurse and I work for agencies, so I was all over the place. And I, back in the day, I started having a heart for women who just didn't seem to have the support that they needed as far as coming into retirement age um, and thinking about what they were going to do with the rest of their life. Because this is a time when we usually get rid of the title. We don't get rid of the title of mom or wife or, you know, all the multiple things that women are. Um, Mm -hmm. But we transition into being ourselves, you know, take them back our original title, which was whoever you are, but there's things yes. that we want to be and things that we want to do. And we just don't know how to get started. So we kind of help people um, realize their dream and realize hmm. what purpose they're put on this earth for. And it wasn't, you know, just to mainly come back into themselves. Yeah. I got to put my Yeah. So that um, is, now listen, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just really now I'm even more uh, amazed that we've met because you just made a, a real what expanded description of what uh-huh. indeed has happened in my own personal life after the yes. mother, you know, the, that, that career thing that you do when you transition into retirement age and you think to yourself, Oh my, I can now do this, that, or the other, which is a retrieval of things that you started before, right? Uh-huh. So the yeah, what your yeah, your work is very necessary because it isn't easy. It is not easy to pick it up and continue. There's so many hurdles to, to jump, right? Um one of them of is even financial. Time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. a lot of times we're going through this even while we are mother, we still kind of get passed over, you know, um, your family mm-hmm. kind of looks at you like, you know, your your mom and mm-hmm. your wife, or you might be a single mother, but you've got some um, other responsibilities that come before yourself. So you kind of put yourself on the back burner. Um, with me, the transition was going on all along. I mean, even before mm-hmm. I became a mother, God was already setting this up. So I can yes. see how he kind of moved us along, kind of moved me along on a path of learning. And I didn't know what the 
the things that I was learning from before, but it mm-hmm. all came together. It's all coming together. Not the end of it yet, but mm-hmm. um, there's the vision. There's the vision. Mm-hmm. And I can see all the little things that um, are added to this. So to make it what it is. That- now, what what I haven't said yet is something you told me, and that is that you stand on Habakkuk 2. Now, just right. draw that into what you just said, because now it makes perfect sense. Go ahead okay. and explain. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. So um, I'll read a little bit of it. Um, mm-hmm. Habakkuk 2 says, I will stand on my watch and station myself on the ramparts, which me- ramparts means you're a place of concealment. So it's as if mm-hmm. when you come out of this thing, um, and this is the way he's showing me what he's doing with me, but I, I could mm-hmm. see it in other women too. So you, you're kind of like been in a place where you're not seen and mm-hmm. it's kind of a defensive wall too. So it's, it's God protecting us as he is bringing us to who we are supposed to be, that one big purpose, the greater purpose that we align to. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're in a place of concealment. That's what the ramparts means. So it says you willingly are placing yourself here and not fighting against it. And he's keeping you hidden until he can make your light shine greater later later on. it says, I will look to see what he will say to me and what answers I'm going to give to this. Um, the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. And mm. these heralds in my life have been two prophecies that I've gotten. Right? So I'll say from two points. Um, mm. They are the people who bought the message to me about Mm -hmm. what God wants me to do, or they confirmed it because God had already spoken to me to tell me, you know, bits and pieces of it. But when he sends the messenger, the messenger actually gave me a prophecy that made sense because it it started out with God saying, um, him showing me that he actually is speaking to my life because these people didn't know me and it happened, you know, years apart with both prophets. Right. So the first prophecy that came, I won't tell you what it was, but I, I knew that it was true because it happened. It was nothing I could do to make it happen, but it happened. Mm-hmm. So he does lead us. If we listen, he, he'll tell us where we're going and where we're going next. And he sends messengers. So Habakkuk speaks to me in that way, um, mm. you know, to through the two messengers. But there's also little things that happen in between the messages to let you know that you're going in the right direction. And one of those things oh. is opposition. You do get opposition, but oppositional, <laughs> you know, yes. you, you yes. do. If you're not getting opposition, you might not be on the right, might not be on the right path. That. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Trouble will come. <laughs> yes, it will. Okay. I will stand on my watch. That's beautiful. Keep going. Is that is that it? No, I could say a whole lot more. <laughs> um, well, go right ahead. We're here to listen. I want to hear okay, it. Okay, so it says, for the revelation awaits an appointed time, which means 
Wadawaka County. It took me many years to get to this point. And he's telling us to be patient, you know, when he says that um, for the revelation awaits an appointed time, it speaks of the end. But it's speaking of the end. That doesn't mean that the end has come yet. I look mm-hmm. at it like it's going to be a um, when he brings all the things that you've learned along the way. Mm-hmm. God kind of makes us all look kind of psychotic, you know, because we're um, <laughs> we're over here one day, we're doing this, and then the next day he'll have you doing that. But each time he's teaching us something, and yes. in the end, it's all going to come together for your greater purpose if you can be patient and wait it out, you know, and that's why we need each other. That's one of the reasons why we started this group is to bring our sisters up, um, Mm -hmm. to encourage them, to give, you know, to give them hope, um, to carry each other along because a lot of people don't actually have anybody who is encouraging them to stay on the path. Because like I said, it looks like you're not, with it sometimes. God, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he has a way of making us look like we are crazy. <laughs> and you feel like you're crazy because you're asking him things and sometimes he speaks to you and sometimes he's quiet. So I just encourage people just to hang in there until he shows you something else. Just when you think that this is not it, he comes with something else to prove this is it. He may send a messenger um, you know, he comes in all kinds of ways. So mm-hmm. I, I've been uh, confronted in the store, you know, with several people, mm-hmm. actually three that I can think of at separate times with people coming up and just saying, um, God has a message for you. He wants me to give you. And it always mm-hmm. has started out with something that I have been doing just before that. So he mm-hmm. let me know. I, I really do see you and you're really not crazy. Just just wait a little right. while longer and I'm going to reveal yes. the whole purpose of the thing. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Ah, keep going. I'm I'm uh-huh. on fire over here. <laughs> notes as you speak. I yeah, love so he gives us, yeah, he gives us a hope and a and, and trust and um as we're moving along through the chaos, you know, because we we do live in a chaotic world. He mm-hmm. is um, teaching us, especially at times when we're discouraged, it seems like he'll send a word of knowledge. He'll send a word just to encourage us to keep going. Um, you know, and other times he's he's really, really just feels like he's absent from us, but we know that mm-hmm. he's there and you mm-hmm. can feel his presence but it's still as if he's not going to tell you the next move he's going to make. And sometimes it takes a very long time. This has been going on for me for years coming to this point, but, Mm -hmm. and I've had some discouraging times. I've had, um, you know, just the world that we live in, there's just been some things that can take you off your focus, but you have to fight basically for yourself. So, you know, when it was talking, when Habakkuk talking about, the place of concealment, it's actually his his protection for us. Um, yes. The ramparts also means a defensive wall. So the defensive right. wall could be 
God always goes before us. He always goes before us. And he knows tomorrow. So we don't really have to worry about these things. But it's in our human nature to do, you know, to worry. Um, it's in our human nature to to doubt. And we just need each other to, you know, encourage each other in faith. To, to just stand in faith and just try to believe. Because it, it's very hard, especially during the times that we've been through with the COVID. It's like, we're look at all the people dying all around us. Um, it, the world looks discouraging. Mm-hmm. Just does. Mm-hmm. So, so standing with God and knowing that he's, to, he's in tomorrow is just a wonderful thing. Oh, that is a beautiful thing. He is in tomorrow. In oh, tomorrow. he is. So, you know, on the line tonight, there are, are several women and um, I'm so thankful that that is so because when what you've just said can help prepare some of the younger ones for yeah. those things that some of the older of us have already experienced and gone through. Mm-hmm. And truly, you are speaking positive encouragement. And along with that, there is real life support. I really, Linda, you don't know how much I love that life support. As a nurse, Mm -hmm. she would think about that, right? Life stories appeals uh, also because the story is anecdotal to whatever it is we are trying to convince others about. That, Mm -hmm. um, That story is true to life. And so it makes for witness. It is testimony. And when we give testimony of God's goodness, some other folks might indeed want to come on on board and um, understand and know him even more. Linda, I stop you short because I'm thinking that you're going to go on and have a a cook. Is there more there? Well, I'm going to end there because the rest of it is um, something that I'm sure he'll reveal to me later. But he hasn't told me. um, Right. You know okay. what the rest of it means. Um, it okay. Basically, that, these well, that, three verses. That's and, amazing. And speaking to like, the chaos. Yeah, mm-hmm. but speaking to the chaos, like in chapter mm-hmm. four, it says we see the enemy is puffed up and his desires are upright, but are not upright. But mm-hmm. the righteous person will live by his faithfulness. So it's, he's telling us to live in faith of him yeah. and that there, there's going to be enemies and that they are bold, you know, so we've got to go forth in the boldness also. Yes. So we try to get these women to the point where they can, um, well, I, I'll put it like this. My sister told me the other day when we were talking about some of these things, she told me to set one of her little passages to, that encourages her is to set mm-hmm. your intentions and then step into it. But first, you've uh-huh. got to set your intentions. So we help people like by that. telling them to, we encourage them to journal or to do a vision board, you know, so mm-hmm. that you can, and it also shows you how you're growing. If you go back and read some of your things, because I, I used to journal all the time, and I go back mm-hmm. and I read things when I was in my 20s and 30s and 40s, and I can see the growth that's come yes. into my own life. And it's surprising, you know, it's like, okay, I did grow. 
So and, and <laughs> using a vision board, yeah. So using a vision board um, teaches you, you know, something you can look at daily and you can mm-hmm. see where you come from, the small things, and it encourages to go to the next step. You just keep moving, just keep moving, keep learning. Uh, people always have something to say. One thing I want to tell people, I just want to make this point, is that okay. you have to be still. You have to be still. Some things you need to keep to yourself. You can't even tell your best friend. Um, yes. Because people have jealousies. People will say things to discourage you. You know, maybe it's, mm-hmm. you don't seem like that type of person. I was recently telling some people that um, I'm, I'm in the boardroom now and I'm not mm-hmm. the type. When I think of a person who is on the board of something, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're, they're money people, you know, they're CEOs, they're, you know, they have large mm-hmm. companies, something, but it's bigger than me. That's what I, mm-hmm. I saw. But God placed me in a boardroom and I was mm-hmm. like, I, I thought I'd just go for it. And I felt like I wasn't even myself walking into this. I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. This is not who I am, but God knows who I am. And he's mm-hmm. more into me than I'm into me. He loves me more than I love myself. And I love me. Absolutely. But, yes. <laughs> but I found myself in the boardroom. So it's like, okay, how'd I get yeah. here? It's him. He can put us wherever he wants to use us. Just to, just be encouraged about where you stand right now. Just be encouraged mm-hmm. because this is where he bought you, even if it looks like trouble. Um, the stories of some of the women, they have they they have lives I can't even imagine. Um, mm. A friend of mine has a 501c3, and it caters to people who are in hotels. Mm-hmm. So standing in my house, I'm, I'm looking at the things that I have, and then people that have, you know, bigger other things. And then these people who are not able to have a stove to cook their children food, everybody's living in one room. Uh, with one bathroom, that's chaotic. And they come in all forms and fashions there. And in these hotels, there's whole families. There's a husband, a wife, and some some children in the room next door that they call home. Uh, You might have someone who just got out of prison, you know? So it's all types of of people. So we... um, You know, God embraces everybody. He embraces us all. We're all his children, good or bad, you know, no matter what we've been through. That's right. And and when the witness is there, those people Mm -hmm. who uh, seemingly would, you know, don't don't know about him, Mm -hmm. immediately some of them embrace him because the witness is there. And it isn't just words. It's the full action, the love of God reaching to individuals. And I just really appreciate that you brought this out because when we are out uh, reaching uh, those who look a little lovely, who are not acting Mm -hmm. quite as, you know, uh, what is the word? I don't know, refined and well-raised as others. Amongst Mm -hmm. them, I have found some of the best-hearted people those who are willing to give so much for others and who actually embrace the Lord 
I just love what you're doing. And I think I remember now uh, when we first connected that that part of your your vision it really mm-hmm. caught my heart. You kind of hinted into that and I and I got it. Right. And um, so for the for the listening audience, all of you. Right. This is a woman to other women. And through the the work that these women are doing, they are reaching the masses, the masses. Right. And Jesus said to his disciples before he was taken up, go ye therefore into all the world and make disciples. Right. Yeah, just do it, right? That's the work. And then in in uh, the uh, uh, epistles, one of the epistles of Paul, I forget which one it is, but I probably read First Corinthians more than the rest of them, though I read them all. But Paul says, we have all been given the ministry of reconciliation. What is that? Reconciling men back to God, bringing them together. So your work puts you in, in a uh, position to do so. Now, Linda says she found herself sitting on a board. It's not just any board, right? Because there are many little boards that you can sit on, but you're actually participating in a board of some renown. Uh, do you mind sharing that with us? I don't mind. Um, okay. I've got to pull this together. <laughs> Let me see how I'm going to begin <laughs> this. Um, my my heart also goes towards women who are headed towards homelessness, and and mm-hmm. right now there's a whole lot of people that are headed that in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so having a home is just the best thing. It's the best thing. It, it gives people more hope than anything else, you know. Oh, just having a roof over their head and having a roof over their children's head. That's a beginning Mm -hmm. for some people um, to, I mean, it's a big encouragement and and it's sort of like a springboard for them. Once they have a roof over their head, they feel like they can move again. They feel that freedom, Mm -hmm. you know, and even if it's a hotel room, I see people in the woods living um, mm-hmm. You know, you, there was someone when I moved into my house, someone was living back in the woods. There mm-hmm. was a pillow, blanket, uh, tarp. Mm-hmm. So my heart goes out to those people also because I have God has given me a heart for the homeless. This a lady came up to me and I was at another meeting where they're doing something that um, can also encourage people is to make your land beautiful. So I'm also right. master gardener. So I, I I love, you know, a lovely yard, but some mm-hmm. people don't have that. They don't have the, you know, the things that I have. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm grateful to God for one. And my home has been open to a homeless person before who came to live with me. And I was able not to, I was able to supply our needs so that she didn't have yes. to pay a bill or anything like that. So it's a blessing. And yeah. I'm a private person. I, I don't like people living with me. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm just being honest. I'm a private person. I love my life alone. <laughs> so that was a big step for me too. So God makes us do surprising things, you know, and then, yeah. he, you know, and we're not looking for a reward or anything. We're not looking to brag about it or pat ourselves on the back or anything. It is something 
that when you bring another person into your space, it is a, a sacrifice, but it's also fulfilling because you don't, this lady brought something into my life. You know, we had conversations and things and it blessed me also, not monetarily or anything like that, but there was, the big gift was her telling me about her life. Um, yes. It was her story that blessed me. So I was at another meeting and a lady came up to, there was three of us sitting together who, you know, are friends. And I didn't go, I didn't plan on seeing them there, but they were there. And then lady walks up to us afterwards and she starts talking about this uh, Habitat for Humanity. That's always been mm-hmm. close to my heart too. So mm-hmm. when she mentions that name, of course, I, I perk up because it's just one of the things that I love. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the 501c3s that I can see doing some really great things for people. And yeah. she hands me the card and I offered, because she only had one, I said, do you want to take a picture of the card to the two friends that were there with me? And they both said no. But one of them already has a 501c3 and the other one is um, over the opioid uh, facilities that mm. they're building here. So, and and listen, none of us have degrees. So, so it's a blessing, <laughs> blessing, blessing. It's God pulling the three of us in. We have not been to college, we have not, okay. and we've been accused of being educated, and and we're only educated <laughs> by the Lord and by the world. So, really? you, know, you think that you have to have big degrees and everything. Wherever God wants you, that's where He's going to put you. You don't need Hallelujah. anything but Him, anything but yes. Him. So, um, you know, and if I don't have anything against people with degrees, because I tried to get one, but it just <laughs> things kept falling apart. So that's where He wanted me. And, and I'll tell you a little bit about that too, if you remind me, because I'm probably going to forget. But I ended okay. up on the board for Habitat for Humanity, and it's it's just been a blessing. I'm fairly new there since October, the end of October. But wherever God places me, I always eat up the information. I'm I'm eating it because that he put me there for a reason. That's to learn mm-hmm. to help somebody else. It's it's something I've got to do. So I'm gonna do it to my fullest. Let um, me tell you. Mm-hmm. So, Go ahead. so yeah. So I did okay. end up on the Yeah. Um, Isn't that it? No, just like the Lord, though, uh, to just lift you up and put you in King's palaces almost. Not that habitat is that, but it is above what you were, you thought you could uh, attain or yeah. reach for. Yeah, yeah. you go. Right. And then it is your heartbeat that is beating so close to the Lord's that mm-hmm. uh, is, is going to be represented or is represented there, right? And um, right. Habitat, right? I really admire um, oh, the former president, Jimmy Carter. I don't know if he passed already. Um, well, actually, I, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, just said, I, I, when, when he first established that work way back beyond the when, I thought how marvelous a work it is. And he is in all the world. He's not just in the United States doing this. My husband worked um, a spell there as a volunteer for him, mm-hmm. and I got to know a little bit more about it. So go on, finish. I don't mean to interrupt your... Well, actually, uh, Jimmy Carter was president mm-hmm. when he got the offer to come and help 
it was a guy named Manaford and something else who I, I can't think of his name right now, but it's it's something Manaford. It's a strange name. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was from the same place as Jimmy Carter, and he mm-hmm. actually it was his idea. So he wrote. He so so knowing that this guy was from his hometown, the president was from his hometown. He thought that he could boost the idea by using him. You know how we, you know, yeah. um, yes. take, take somebody who plays basketball and says, hey, if we get them on our team, it'll, you know, grow us. So yeah. Jimmy Carter was actually um, someone that this guy reached out to and told him about Habitat for Humanity. And Jimmy okay. Carter refused to do it because he was oh. the president of all people. And you can't just, you know, pick and choose when you're president. But mm-hmm. as soon as his term was over, back mm-hmm. to Georgia, he mm-hmm. met up with the guy, and they and it did grow. It boosted it, you know. So then it, they have like I think the function in seventy countries, mm-hmm. um, and it's just it, it just took off because people have a need all around the world. There's homeless people. <laughs> it says the poor you always have amongst you, and so yeah. that meant amongst everybody, not just the United States. It's, it's you know, it, what's happening here is happening in other places also. So, Absolutely. You know, the, Praise the Lord. Yeah, well, I see uh, you taught me something. I didn't know that it wasn't his either. brainchild. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't know either. So when I, um, when I met the CEO of Habitat from this area, mm-hmm. uh, from Virginia, she was... Um, you know, I was telling her, I said, oh, I've always loved Jimmy Carter. You know, he's like my favorite president because he's also a praying man. And I've read a couple of his books and he's very inspiring because he mm-hmm. does have a heart for people and he has a heart for God. He's a Sunday mm-hmm. school teacher forever. I miss all my right. life because I think him and his wife are like in their 90s now and still out yep. there hammering. That's why he's still living. But, yeah. um, well, yeah. He, he, uh, last week, I think I read that he was on hospice now. He is 98. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, um, I didn't hear that he passed. So I guess he's not, you know, gone I yet. I wonder why you said news. that. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, and so anyway, he went home from the hospital. He was in the hospital for and he he decided to go home. You know, it was in it was in the news. Nonetheless, the, uh, he is he picked it up still, and his name and um, his fame helped that that uh, work to really 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 grow. So right. the Lord had it in the man who started it was what was he in concealment as you say, <laughs> and God sent the deliverance. So that that work could actually be in the world. And now Linda is Mm -hmm. a part of it. Yes. Glory to God. That's a wonderful thing. We congratulate you, Linda, for being uh, so obedient Mm -hmm. and moving Mm -hmm. as the Lord would move you and being willing. You know, when you're sitting on boards, I was on just a little small one. You can be quite intimidated. Because of yeah. the big wigs who sit around you, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and somehow you have to kind of uh, garner a bit of what? I don't know, chutzpah, a courage chutzpah. to yeah. speak or to, yep. And you do learn. You do learn. Okay. So I yeah. love the background of your story. And um, you've, you've kind of let us know that you've been operating since, what, 2017, I think you said. Is that 2018. So? But, um, 2018. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when he, he started working with me to bring that together. It was just like uh, um, out of the blue kind of thing because I was mm-hmm. also praying, what do you want me to do with all this? You keep, you know, taking me over here and taking me over mm-hmm. there. And I've learned this mm-hmm. and I've learned that. And, you know, my job, it was so... Uh, my nursing jobs, no matter where I went, it was always, you know, them trying to pull me into a supervisory position. But mm-hmm. I was like, I, I don't know what you talk about. I don't know what you see in me. I don't, you know, but God knows. Yeah. So, yes. so he took me through a whole lot of things to teach me little bits and pieces that I will need mm-hmm. for this purpose. So I'm just encouraging everybody to, um, you know, let God pull together their whole life path. <laughs> I can yeah. say it like that because that sounds like uh, something, you know, these new age people sounds say. But... Right to me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it is your path and you, um, you have to write it down on, on paper. It is your vision and your vision will come mm-hmm. clear to you about what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. But it takes him, it'll be in his timing that he gives you what it is. I, You and I were talking about um, a guy that I met recently, a pastor, mm-hmm. and yes. I knew another pastor. So I, I just kind of told them to get together. And his story was just, you know, he, he went, I think they had a meeting on Monday. So he hasn't told me everything that happened, but he was excited about the meeting. So I can't mm. wait to hear you know, how when they came together, the whole story of what happened and see what comes mm-hmm. out of that. So that's a gift to us also is when God leads you to do things for other people, the gift that you get is sometimes he'll he'll let you see it grow, you know, just because mm-hmm. you can't, you put the two people together mm-hmm. by, the, uh, by his unction, you know, because it has yes. to be an unction of God. So when right. he sits you in the middle of two people and brings that together and then they begin to grow, it's it's a gift to you. You know, our it gifts is. aren't always, they're not a house and a car, but they're spiritual gifts. That's God letting you see that you're part of his plan and how wonderful it is to, you know, it's an honor to do things for, for God. It so surely I, is. It is. It's it's a big gift. It's like oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I know. And you just go home and shout all by yourself, right? It's like God, did you actually do that and let Not, me partake of it? Oh, it's yeah, a beautiful thank thing. For, uh, thank you for letting yeah. me, you know for for using me. <laughs> yeah, thank yes. you for the for the craziness <laughs> that you put me through. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I have a devotional by um, what's her name, um, Saint Teresa. So Teresa Vavila, she say is Catholic. She's Catholic, right? And I happened to have gone to a church who was named in honor of her when I was young, and we just—it was a wonderful church, wonderful fellowship. But she wrote this devotional, right? And in, in it, she gives an account of. Um, her going out in the morning to pray with the other sisters, right? And uh, how they would walk by, you know, down by this stream, a running brook, but it was a, big, a pretty big stream probably because she slipped and fell in and uh, the running water 
pressed her and she kept rolling and rolling. She was going downhill, not uphill. This spring is running downhill. And the water, of course, is running over rocks and rocks. And she was beat up pretty bad before the other sisters were able to catch up and rescue her. And when she came out, I love to tell this story. I just love it. When she came out, she said, isn't it just like the Lord to treat his friends like this? Yes, to just beat you up and take you right on, right? And rescue you in the end. Linda, what you have done tonight is give us a, well, not even a sketch. You've really given us an insight into when God calls a man. There's a poem that says when he is going to use you, when he calls a man and skills a man, watch his wisdom, watch his ways. What he does is so contrary to what the world does. The Lord teaches us. Oh, Linda, you really brought that home. He teaches us. He teaches us. He teaches us. And sometimes the teaching, yeah, it's not easy to learn. My friend who's a psychologist says learning takes pain. Pain is what it brings does. about uh, learning. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. So, because that's what makes you remember. That's Either exactly don't do it right. again or stay on the path. Don't don't veer off the path. It's like mm, I'm telling I'm you. Not gonna veer. You know, uh, but that's I'm also r- a faith builder. <laughs> it is that. It's, just, it's because where your faith comes in. Don't you know? When when we come to Christ, right, we're all excited. At least I, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't know when actually I was a believer in my childhood. I remember that. I know that I was in awe of God, but I came to a point where the Lord had to show me myself. And when mm-hmm. He did that, let me tell you how excruciatingly painful that was for me to really look at myself as God sees me, not mm-hmm. in condemnation, but in truth and in reality. Mm-hmm. And in order to move forward and to be transformed, I had to acknowledge all of that. It is painful, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. growth is so magnificent. It's so miraculous that you can't do anything but just fall in love with him. You just fall in love with him, right? Because he has not only shown you that awful thing that you are, but he has embraced and loved you in that state to bring you to where he wants you to be. You have given us such a um, testimony of that. We don't know what you've been through. Um, We don't know. And really, when you look at her, she doesn't look burned at all. She doesn't even look like the smell of smoke would be on her. And so, and none of us do. <laughs> She's a beautiful woman. <laughs> and the joy that is exuded from your very presence is is a, a wonderful thing. So um, even though now tonight you have admitted that, you know, God has taught you some stuff. He's brought you through some things. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's what he does. I love him because of it. Now, I, wanted, I want to uh, highlight some things that you said. I just want to go back and you just grab a hold to anything you want to expound on. I love the scripture and your understanding of that place of concealment. That brings me to a moment of sheer worship because he does hide us in in that secret place. Secret place. And he does, yeah. And you emerge 
from that concealed place, from that protective space. You emerge, we emerge as his own children. Think about that, you all. We really do become his children. And he had us from the moment of our own birth. He's always had us, right? And then we walk into what he's given us. And then, so I love that, Linda. Thank you for bringing that out. I love that you tell us in the scripture, you have taken this Habakkuk, has, has become for you a place to see how God has worked in your life. Because you said in the scripture, I will take my stand. And I, I, I'm not quoting it because I'm not looking at it. I will. And my watch. Mm-hmm. And my watch. And how does the ramparts come in? And stand on the ramparts and, and and station myself on the ramparts. That means you're gonna See? just, you know, you're gonna stay there. You're gonna stay right Hallelujah. there. You're gonna place yourself there and just let him fight your battles, move you yeah. when he wants you to move. Because as you see, it doesn't say rampart; it, it's plural. So he's going yes. to move you. It says you yeah. station yourself on the ramparts. That means at some point, when he gets ready to move you, he's gonna move you to the next yes. place of defense and he's going to be there for you. Uh, one of the things that I had and, and we all have, it, one thing we have to get over is uh, an addiction to negative thoughts. The world puts mm-hmm. them in our heads, our, you know, our upbringing puts negative thoughts in our head, TV, mm-hmm. things that we listen to, things that we just hear, things that we're taught just by watching other people can bring about mm-hmm. about some negative thoughts for some things and, and especially what happens to you along your path in life. Mm-hmm. So you have to overcome this. I was invited to go to a school one time and speak to some kids and I wrote out my whole speech and everything because this is when, you know, I'm I don't mm-hmm. like to stand in front of anybody and tell anything. And one of the my least favorite groups is junior high school kids. <laughs> they, can, <laughs> they can be a holy terror. <laughs> So these were all junior high school age kids and I didn't know what questions to ask or anything. The pastor just simply told me, I want you to come and speak to them and, and, you know, let them know what's, what's going on in life. So what I wrote when I got there, it was like a totally different thing. I started to talk and it turned Mm -hmm. into a totally different uh, speech. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that still sits in me is that whatever we've been through, whatever we put ourselves through um, or anybody else has put us through, we actually have to go back through these things to come to Christ. So once we go back through them, that's where the pain comes in because he's cleansing us. He's cleansing us of the negativity that it left in our spirit. So, (laughs) uh, you know, I was talking to these kids and they look like all of a sudden, I'm looking at their face. They look like they got scared. And I said, why are you just scare these kids? <laughs> but they were the right age to tell them, whatever you do, yes. whatever you do right now, from this point on, don't do it if it's negative because you're going to have to, you know, come back through this thing. So don't do it. And I was oh, like, Lord, Lord. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that is but you know what now i i taught middle school right and uh, so this junior high basically they're still young enough to get the message 
So God no. had you in the right space at the right time. I know, saying the when, right I learned, thing. When, when he told me that they were junior high school kids, I was like, mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to them. Mm-mm-mm. But they you did. Hard. Yeah, I did. I went and I said what he wanted me to say. <laughs> my little speech, God was saying, that's not going to get it. That's not going to cut it, what you wrote. Okay. So, I love it. it my way. Amen. Yeah. And that's being right in the center of the will, as they say. I think there's there's only the center of God's will, because if you're any place else, he's going to keep tapping you until you get in the center. So how lovely is that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You you. So now uh, going through that scripture again on the ramparts, you know, when you said that, it, 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 it um, reminds me of... Um, uh, I think this is in First Timothy. Endure hardship, or maybe second, uh, endure hardship as a good soldier. So when you're standing on that rampart, you are, your feet are firmly planted. You are there, and mm-hmm. God is fighting the battles. So what do we do? We stand. We stand, having done all, all the word says, stand, right? Stand. And sometimes it doesn't feel so good, <laughs> but you endure because. The, the power of God has been um, di- dispensed so that he doesn't lose us. He, he, you're not going to be lost. We're not ever going to be knocked down uh, or trampled upon or shot down because like Linda has, has brought out in the scripture that they stand on and she stands on in her, in her ministry year, you're on the ramparts and he's fighting the battle. I love that. I just think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then you brought out the uh, this thing that you said, just as, as you were talking, he is in tomorrow. God is there. And it is written in, okay, I, my mind is not going to address this in scripture tonight. They almost does, but sometimes I do know it. Great is thy faithfulness, right? He is, his mercy, he's, New every morning, he's there. He meets us, and the dawn does indeed dispel the light, the night, the darkness. God is there. He meets us. That's a beautiful thing, Linda. And then what you said, your sister told you, set your intentions. And then set the intentions. And then you got to set your intentions. Then you got to slowly step into it. That's the hard part. It's like okay, you set the intentions, but. Um, it's, it's like when, well, what does it say? Faith without works is dead. So you've got to Mm. intentionally step into the intentions that are set. So I also appreciate that you, um, bring out without uh, accusing what happens when we are born into a family. You know, it's mm-hmm. never a mom's intention or a dad's intention to crush the dream. They really work hard at not questioning it because they want to see you fly most times. And yet, mm-hmm. because of our imperfections, we can indeed do some very, you know, we can do some damage to, to our mm-hmm. children. And um, to intentionally step into that goal that you set or the intention that you put before you was a challenge for me. 
Uh, and and it, it's, it, it really is counter or productive to the way I was raised because my parents mm-hmm. wanted me to work hard and they worked hard, you know, but there was a mm-hmm. thing about me that wouldn't allow me. But when the Lord really showed me myself, um, somehow I was loosed from that, right? And I could set a goal more clearly mm-hmm. and intentionally get into it. But that takes uh, deliverance. The Lord really has to work on you a little bit. He has to tap you on the he shoulder does. and push you forward. Yeah. Because yeah, I was, um, <laughs> I had my heart since I was younger, way younger. Um, as soon as I could probably start thinking about it, seeing the influence from two grandmothers, you know, both of them always had their white uniforms on my one grandmother, mm-hmm. my mother's mother. She would go out to the, um, and you know what times we were in back then, the soldiers were mm-hmm. coming home, but the black soldiers didn't have um, white nurses to take care of them. So she mm-hmm. volunteered to go and take care of the black soldiers. So mm-hmm. I think that impressed upon me some the good that she does, you know, and mm-hmm. I've always wanted to just follow in both their footsteps. So um, just seeing that. And, and it was a pull in my heart also. So I wanted to go into nursing, but I wanted the higher degree nursing. So when I'm talking mm-hmm. about how I never made it to college, um, I, I did finish my prereqs for RN mm-hmm. three times. Mm-hmm. Three times mm-hmm. I tried to get to the clinicals. But I can see now why God, and I'll, I'll put it on God, he held me back from that. I kept pushing. It felt like I was pushing against a brick wall. And I just mm-hmm. could not step into that. And I was like, what is the problem here? Something always came up right when I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, of course I failed math. I don't know how many times, but anyway, because I tried to do like the self-directed class and that was not really, yeah. for me. but you know, I had, um, you know, anyway, so seeing that and then my dad had this other thing i i could see now how god took that and said i tried to tell you just to stay with you but you kept wanting to go further and i'm going to take you further without a degree so when i got into nursing like i said it was like a natural thing god was um people were seeing me as supervisor material and Mm -hmm. a lady and I one of the other nurses and I had got into it just seemed like she just didn't like me and that's okay people you know not Mm -hmm. people aren't gonna like you but some people but um I would never say anything to her then one day I just had enough and I had to tell her so we ended up in the supervisor the DON's office and so I began Mm -hmm. to speak about some things that she just sat there she said I was really impressed by things that you were saying she's like so I'm gonna Mm -hmm. tell you and she told the other nurse, she said, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm, I'm going to make her a supervisor and you're going to have to learn some respect. And so she went in on her and gave me some accolades. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't want to be a supervisor. Okay. I don't want to, but I'm glad I stepped into it because I learned some things about leadership. Um, and then there was my dad. So back in the day, just tell you this little funny story and then I'll I'll be quiet for a minute. But there was a, there was, my dad told me back in the day, I think I was maybe like 18 years old, 17, 18. And his dream for me was so small, but he thought it was big because he was thinking mm-hmm. for the times that, you know, they were in. 
So in defense of parents, they think smaller than you do. They don't mm-hmm. see us stepping across the line because of the air that they grew up in. But it was mm-hmm. big for him. So he told me uh, women were just coming into the workforce, you know, at when he was hitting the age of like 30, 40. So for his girls, he had this big dream and it was t- for them to become secretaries. Oh, <laughs> and I yeah. Thought, okay, but my dream <laughs> is to go to college, okay? Uh-huh, <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh. and, and there's nothing wrong with being a secretary because I, I actually love that and I'd like to write. Yeah. So it was like, I'm going to be a clerk typist. So yeah, he, he, you know, wanted me to go to right. clerk typist school. So I went right. and he was proud, you know, <laughs> but it was like, oh yes. my gosh, this is, this is what you want from me, really? But, you know, like I said, they came from a different era. So we have to, Indeed. you know, think about the times yep. that they grew up in. And and he was having, he had a hard time finding a job. I, I can remember when, I, when we were small, my brother and I was just, we'd never seen him. He worked three handyman jobs. Mm-hmm. So... You know, then mm-hmm. he became the garbage man, and I was, we were proud of that. And then he got a bigger job, which was, you know, with a big oil company. And, and mm-hmm. that eventually led to his demise, though, because, you know, he was in asbestos, which affected his heart, his lungs, oh, and that led to his yeah. death. But, um, oh. yeah, so I was like, okay. All righty. So these are some of the stories that come out of our mm-hmm history and we for all of you young folks out there we have lived this stuff you know we were talking about black history and wokeness and uh what else critical race theory we it's it's the life that we live (laughs) but uh, linda you know we could just we we really need to have you back here because the last thing i want you to i want you to bring us in uh, on these words you said you must be still just tell us yeah. what that means well, to you. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. For me, it's like I said, I had an addiction to negative thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. So I had to fight through that. But I had to, that was a fight that I went through by myself. It's, it's nothing that you can, you know, you have to separate yourself from people. Um, sometimes you have to lose friends that are negative at, or not headed to where you're going. And... Mm-hmm. That, that was very hurtful for me also because, you know, one of my best friends from childhood, she she wasn't negative. It was just that she was in a certain place and I was, mm-hmm. God was moving me someplace else and I couldn't mm-hmm. carry her along because the things that we were left to talk about came to a certain end at a certain point, but they were mm-hmm. things that I may have did in the past that I'm not so proud of now. So mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to keep you know, putting that in my spirit because I was trying to get rid of the negative thoughts. So I made myself, um, I made a point to uh, start wrestling with myself about Mm -hmm. some of the negativity that had been put into me, that I allowed to Mm -hmm. come into me or however you want to put it. It got Mm -hmm. there and I needed to get rid of it. And I still work on it every day. So it's not something that just ends. Because, like I said, we live in this world and you're going to run into negativity, you know, mm-hmm. and the higher you go, mm-hmm. the higher God takes you, um, the places that he puts you, you're going to find negativity there. So it's good to be 
by yourself. Learn to take some time out to yourself. Even if you're just at your house, you don't have to go to an ocean. Or it, It's wonderful to go to an ocean. I love the water. And, and mm-hmm. Jesus walked by the water, so now we know why. He, he had to <laughs> get away from folks, too, you know. So that was That's his thing. Truth. Head to the water. Head to the water. So, mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, you have to be still. And this is the way that you're going to hear from God also. You can... He, you can ask him all the questions you want and you can, you know, want him to, an answer from him, but you're not hearing him because the world's so full of noise, and chaos, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're always on the phone now. We're always on the computer. We're, you know, it's just mm-hmm. too much, yeah. too much. So it is. Intent, intentionality is to get, to put yourself in a quiet place and, and just let it be just you and the Lord, you know. Just and you and him. And let me tell you, in that quiet place, mm-hmm. being still and with him alone is probably the best gift you can give yourself because he's going to meet you there. He will meet mm-hmm. you there. And you As will experience mm-hmm. miraculous, a, a miraculous relationship. It will really open up to you. I suppose that that may be the one uh, aspect of a person's Christian life that is most disappointing mm-hmm. that they have yet to really know that they have heard from the Lord. He's talking all the time. But when you're still, that becomes a normalcy. You are with mm-hmm. God and He is with you and you know it. And so we end on a very high note. That's a that's an excellent place to to stop. Linda, there's so much that we did not uh, actually complete in our discussion. So I would love to have you come again. And I pray that all of you out there who heard where some of you didn't hear maybe what she said in the very beginning, but the work is called Pearls. And Pearls is positive. Go ahead, Linda, tell us. It's uh, positive encouragement and real life support and stories. How about that? And Linda has some stories to tell that have uh, come uh, during while she's doing her work. And, and, and that is the end of her work. You know, as a, as a performer, the end of your craft is sharing mm-hmm. it with someone else. As a dancer, that's the, I mean, we were told that over and over again. You can dance to yourself all you want, but it has absolutely little purpose when you do that. The end of it is the sharing. And so when you share, something happens there that doesn't happen when you're just in your own little corner. So Linda has some stories she can share with us. And I'm going to ask if she would give us another session. And uh, I will ask that you come again to hear it. I also want you to know that I will be starting the reading of the book of John because we are on a journey to writing a curriculum. And the way that the Lord has instructed me, I believe, to do it is by reading through the book of John and letting those who will read with with me, you know, in this endeavor, uh, your expose of that scripture is going to point us in a direction so that our sense about church, God's Mm -hmm. church, is elevated 
changed and we become that church that he has ordained against which the gates of hell shall not prevail. So I thank you so much. Linda, perhaps you will come and read with us. Uh, we'll talk about that further. This has been for me so wonderful. And I hope the same has been for you. Linda, I usually go through and read comments, right? Um, mm -hmm. and, I, I, and, and then I'll try to welcome people. But because I was so focused on what you were saying, I haven't done much of that tonight. But I do want to read this one. That's commendable work to be his hands extended, reaching out to the oppressed, to be a friend to mankind. God bless the work of our hands and your hands, dear Lord, shine through me. That's light touch. She wrote that when you were talking about getting on the board, and the homelessness being a part of your heartbeat. Uh, and few comments anymore. Sometimes folks just be writing all night and I love it. But uh, we have not a lot of comments tonight. A lot of people like the show and sent in some uh, really some pod points, which means that they really like the show. <laughs> so thank you very much, very much, very much. One new message has popped up here. Let's see what it is. Mm -hmm. The best of evenings. Okay, let's see. It says, oh, another like, another like the show. We got those. So, so on, on the computer, on my uh, computer, when someone likes to show, there are lots of bubbles and balloons and hearts and that sort of thing. I'm on mm -hmm. my iPad tonight, so I don't see them. But uh, Linda, did you see them? I don't know. Maybe you can. Or you I can see some of them, yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. Mm -hmm. I love it, right? I just love to see them come up there. It makes me smile. So guys, thank you very much for being here. And just before we go, I want to ask the Lord, uh, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Thank you for Linda. Thank you for Pearls. Thank you for every connection, Lord God, and for every work that is coming through your people. Thank you that you, Lord God, through your people are speaking, are doing, and, and, and extending your hands to the world. I just ask you to bless Linda abundantly. Father, just bless her beyond what she can know. She's already testified of your goodness and your blessings. But there's more. There's a there's just so much more. Because you said when we give, right, it shall be given unto us. Press down, shaken together, in good measure, shall men bring to our bosoms. Do that for Linda. I pray in the name of Jesus. And then for all those people who take time out of their very busy lives to sit with us and to converse and to share and to listen. And to be an encouragement just by being here, I ask also your blessings. I ask that you would direct and guide with your own eye so that each of us ends up in the purpose for which, Lord God, you have kept us and ordained from the beginning of the creation. I thank you in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Linda, Amen. any last words? No, I just thank everybody for showing up um, and spread the word, spread the word. And um, just yes. don't worry. I want to encourage them not to worry about how they speak or, you know, if God gives you a word to give somebody, then share it with them. Don't ever Hallelujah. back away from that because they may need it for that. They don't know what that can do for a person. It can, one word can change a person's world. 
and I'll I'll have a testimony for that too, but we'll hold that for some other time. (laughs) Amen, because she'll be back, because really, we did, and you know, you were so good at the top that we didn't get to the bottom. I'm so grateful, not even to the middle. So for all of you guys, uh, we thank you so much. And remember, at the end of our our, uh, diving together, right, we know that we have sat, we sat at a table with the Lord. We have dined magnanimously. He's given us so many dainties. And in the person of Linda, uh, we've had a master chef with us tonight. I'm just so grateful. Thank you. And we go out rejoicing, even as the disciples did, right? (laughs) So with that, I bid you all a very pleasant good night. Thank you a thousand times for coming. And please come again next week. I will announce when we will begin the reading of the book of John, because I do plan for it to happen in the month of March, the entire thing. But we'll see what God says. May God be praised. Have a wonderful night wherever you are in the world. I bless the Lord for you and hope to see you real soon. With that, let's go. Praise God for it. Thank you. Thank you.